It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Good morning. It is time to get up with Dak. Struggling, and he knows it. Can he bounce back and get on track Saturday against the Eagles? Plus, don't count out Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay just yet. Are the Pack really back? Can Rodgers save their season? And what about their future? And is it too little too late for Zach Wilson? Is tonight his last chance for the J-E-T-S? Jets, Jets, Jets. Morning, I am Dan Graziano in for Greeny this morning, and we've got the Thursday crew here. I got Nickaman, Bart Scott, Damian Woody. We are fired up and ready to go, as you can hear. Let's get it started with some bold predictions for Week 16. Rob Nickovich, what's yours? I'm going with the Falcons. Yes, over the Ravens. The Falcons. Desmond Ritter. Yes, I do believe that the Falcons can get it done. We, we've seen the Ravens struggle. We've seen the, uh, the Ravens not look like the Bart Scott Ravens of old. Whoa. I'm going with the Falcons. Trying to get back in Bart's good graces there at the end. D. Wood, what's your bold prediction? How about the Houston Texans beating the Tennessee Titans? They've been knocking on the door now for the past couple weeks. It started with the Dallas Cowboys taking them to the, to the edge. Then the Kansas City Chiefs that took them to the edge. Yeah. Now with the Tennessee Titans team that's beat up and bruised, this might be the one. This sounds, might be the one. Sounds like no Ryan Tannehill for Tennessee. There you be go. On to something. So we have a Desmond Ritter pick and we have a Davis Mills pick. Who you got, Bart? I feel like this is dis- lightweight disrespectful. I got Minchu Mania and the Eagles Ooh. defeating the Cowboys. Did you, did you guys remember last year Minchu Mania 20 for 25, almost a perfect pass rating? If this was the Purdy party, they would, we, we would, they would be favorites, right? Well, he's got the best team, one of the best defenses and the best receivers. Why isn't he the favorite? So disrespectful. I love the, the jean shorts. You got to respect it. I don't think he'll be playing in jean shorts, but he's all about those. Let's dig in a little further on that big Saturday night showdown in Dallas. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott, remember he missed the first matchup between these two teams. He's going to look to extend his win streak against NFC East teams to 10 straight. His last loss against a division rival was 2019 in Week 16 against the Eagles. And since he returned from a thumb injury in Week 7, the Cowboys have averaged a league best. 35 and a half points per game. Haven't scored fewer than 24 in a game since Dak returned. But in that same span, Dak has thrown a league-high 10 interceptions. Multiple interceptions in each of the last two games. And as you imagine, he was asked about this yesterday. Not to, to brag, but I'm pretty mentally tough. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. If I, I'm if outside, I wouldn't worry about that for one second with me. Um, and if I'm not, I'm for sure not hesitant or uh, scared to say that, hey, that, that I'm struggling a little bit. Oh. The heat is on. The heat is on. I don't know if we have the, the rights for that song. We're going to get That's one game three. That's one game three uh, seconds uh, keep, of it, keep it under the three. You see, he's a professional. He understands this. Dak Prescott, what do you got? Listen, I remember it was a time that some analyst sat on his show and said, listen, Jalen Hurts has passed 
Dak Prescott, oh, the vitriol, the arrows, the stares like you're giving me now. That's what I got, right? But all of a sudden, Dak is struggling, and eight of his 11 uh, turnovers has been in their own minus territory, which sets up that great defense not to look so great. Listen, the pressure is on, and Dak Prescott, because he's losing his ability to be able to run and extend plays, because I believe because of the injuries are starting to catch up, has to be a pocket, uh, pocket quarterback. So now what a pocket pass. So now what he's doing is he's not able to extend plays, put pressure on the defense, they're back in playing coverage, and he's making bad decisions and throwing untimely um, interceptions. And, uh, Woody, I believe you were one of them. Yeah, listen, man, is the interception an issue? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. the number one job of the quarterback is to do what? To protect the football. And I think one of the, one of the big problems with Dak is they're so explosive in an off- as an offense, he always wants to get the explosive plays. I've always said you can't go broke making a profit. Sometimes when there are plays to be made with the Dallas Cowboys where you don't have to push the ball down the field and, and put the ball in harm's way. There's always the outlet. There's always a check down. That's, that's good money right there. But I'm going to also say this, too, about the Dallas Cowboys. Where is this elite defense at? I'm sorry, but the, but the Jacksonville – Dallas was up, was up 27-10 to 10 oh. <laughs> on the Jacksonville Jaguars. 27-10. to 10. And what happened? What happened to all those dogs on that side of the ball, all those elite pass rushes on that side of the ball? They couldn't eat against. They couldn't eat against Trevor Lawrence. Those boys marched all the way back and won that game. So as much as we we try to admonish Dak Prescott, we'll where's the defense? Who are you, Tad Prescott? Where's the defense? Who? Not the Tad, my one guy. Of, one of those. Tad Prescott, but I. One you, of those was but a don't, pick but six. But don't try to don't try to run from what I'm asking you. Where's the defense? One of those was a pick six. It's, the defense was drinking Kool Aid. I just want to say that I picked the Jaguars last week, so I'm going to take my victory lap right now. But li- listen, if you're Dak, you can't worry about the pass. They ask you about, are you worried about the interceptions? You, you really can't say, oh, yeah, I am worried about him. He just has to move forward and, and understand that I have to protect the football. And not every interception is on Dak. So that interception at the end of the game, that was right, that's not batted right. up in the, what in about the that air. One? Well, maybe that one. But, um, <laughs> not every interception is basically all on the quarterback. We've seen him volleyball in the air. You see him drop, you know, bouncing off receivers' hands. But I would say this. In the playoffs, if you have more than one interception, if you have two interceptions, your chance of losing is 75%. That's mm. a hembo stat that's good right math. there. That's good math right so there. So you, you have to protect the football. That is vital for this team. If they don't, they're not going to play deep in the playoffs. What's so weird is he's not ever been an interception guy. His yeah. career high is 13. And right now he has 11, and he's only played in nine games. So, mm-hmm. like, something, something is different about Dak Prescott right now. Uh, heading into the playoffs, he's going to be judged on this, right? I mean, you can talk about the defense all yes. you want. But he, Dak Prescott is going to be judged on how the Cowboys season turns out. Yes. So, when we look at Dak Prescott, like, have we seen the best he can play? Like, is he, has he topped out, or is there another gear for him to get to? I mean, I always say that, you know, the, the measure of a quarterback is what happens after he gets paid because he starts losing the depth that he's had, mm. right? So now he loses Amari Cooper. So now he hasn't played a position of quarterback. That's why we are applauding um, Mahomes because he lost the best receiver in the league and he still found another way to be great. Now, like, you know, Dak Prescott and his decision-making is more on him now because the players around him aren't as good. You know, some of his linemen are starting to get older, right? So now it's, this is the time where he's supposed to elevate. You know, like, you know, early on when you had Tom, right, it was more about the pieces around him. And then as he started to get more money, then you start losing those pieces and losing that depth. 
and now now we're seeing what, what he is. This looks like what he was before they made the Mari Cooper trade. He was just a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. And when he gets into the playoffs, he's going to have to beat a great quarterback, and he's not one of them. He's not elite. He's good, not great. I said it early in the season, and then um, – yeah, Cowboys have already qualified for the playoffs, so we'll get that's to find true. it. He's going to get a chance to prove you wrong, right? So we'll see if they're able to do that. Meanwhile, their opponent this week is the Philadelphia Eagles, and their quarterback, Jalen Hurts, did not practice yesterday, dealing with a sprained throwing shoulder. So more likely than not, it's going to be Gardner Minshew who starts Saturday as the Eagles try to clinch the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. So tough break for the Eagles with Minshew starting over Hertz, who's an MVP candidate. So I want to see, let's put up the picks. I assume everybody's taking the, the Cowboys here with Philly playing their back. Well, mm-hmm. oh. What did happened? You, wait a minute. Did you change your pick? At no, the, I did not change my pick. It looked like you three changed your pick. What are we doing here? We're, he's, we're, he's feeling <laughs> the Christmas spirit, guys. Okay, mm-hmm. like, They got their back to quarterback. The Cowboys it, have their starter. I don't it, understand. If this was Brock Purdy in the San Francisco 49ers, we wouldn't bat an eye. Minshew Mania is just not some regular backup. He has that magic. He has that fist magic magic. Last year when he started against the Jets, 20 of 25. Damn near a perfect passer rating. He has great, he has better receivers than he had last year. The offensive line is healthy. He has a stout running game. And this is going to hurt the Dallas Cowboys from this aspect. They can't really look at the last previous game and get much information off of that because they don't know what this offense is going to look like underneath Minshew Mania, how they're going to make the necessary adjustments. So it's going to take them a quarter or two to figure out what the game plan is and what Minshew Mania does well. It's, listen, I think they're going to have the Dallas Cowboys on their heels, but at the end of the day, they just have better players and more healthier players. Are we not worried about the run game changing without Hurts as a threat? I mean, listen, they, are they going, they're not going to—they're not going to call in a design run for for guard right. Minshew. There's no question. But last time I checked, offensive line elite, wide receivers elite, running back tight end, back, tight end, tight, Dallas Goddard coming back elite, defense elite. What more do you want? Second best defense in the league. I mean, what what are we talking about here? The Cowboys played them close last time, and they had Cooper Rush, and the Eagles had Jalen Hurts. Like, the difference between these two teams is not so significant that you can just take an MVP candidate quarterback out. And help me out here. I know you're on the Eagles, too. No, I, I, I like Minshew. I like the mania. I want to see him and his dad after the game, like, yeah. dapping it up. Remember if you saw that video? Yeah. It was hilarious. Um, but, no, I, I really think that offensive line is really going to help him out because if mm. you give him time – to evaluate the field, I think he's going to be okay. And, and that's why I'm picking the Eagles. The Cowboys seem to be on this little slide here. You want to talk about defense, the Cowboys, they just had 190 uh, yards on the ground against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The so, Jaguars rushed for 190, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if, you're, if you want to hand that football off, if you're the Eagles, that's what I'd be thinking about you doing. Were ta- you were telling us before about Micah Parsons in the first matchup between these two yes. teams and how the Eagles were able to sort of neutralize it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you run at Micah Parsons. Right. Yeah. And, and right. I have a little They tape. didn't even block him. I got a little tape here, oh, so I want to see. Body on body. He's in the middle. He's off the ball. Here, body on body. Go go get him. The, the big mm. offensive lineman, he's about 235 pounds. So he's given up a bunch of weight. Now, this next clip, you got to look at piano keys. Look across the line of scrimmage. That backside guard, you're going to go down, down, around. So the guard's coming for you. Go get him. Go get him. You got to spill that, too, Nico. You got to go get that. that. Like Bart would do. You got to go attack that. He almost falls down. He almost gets run over here. So. You have to look at him. He got go that. that was after. a little concern right there on his own. He wants to. He wants to pass rush. So yeah. a guy that wants to run around blockers, the best thing to do is to go directly at them. 
You guys used to do that against J.J. Watt all the time, who was a great player. He never had great games. Well, he likes the Patriots. You know, J.J.'s a terrific football player. We, we all know that. But he likes to olay stuff. So he likes to run around blocks. The best thing to do, you go at that and they run around it, there's, there's your gaps. Part of the problem the Cowboys are having right now, you say he wants to be – Parsons wants to be an edge rusher. Uh, they can't get to the pass rush because the yeah. secondary is so banged up. So they're, they're like a different team defensively than we – to the first point you were making than we saw earlier in the season. Yeah, why are you sitting here, you know, crowing and, 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 and talking all this about, well, why ain't anybody picking up the cow, picking the Cowboys? And you, you, you got, got the secondary quarterback. You got the secondary banged up. Can we Those guys, the I'm guys, not, guys not can't get after the quarterback like they used to because the secondary not holding up on the yeah. back end. But all of a sudden, we're supposed to change our pick right. because the Philadelphia Eagles got guarding, guarding miss you now? Yeah. yeah, okay. So they called me and said, we need you to fill in for Greeny. Uh-huh. You know he would pick the Cowboys. Uh, okay, okay. So, so oh, now so it all makes sense. I okay. had to do it. Right? Okay. I, I think they'll win. I think they, they played them tough last time with their backup quarterback. One, one thing is but, true. You cannot get a sack on a run play. That's true. And, and, and the thing is, it's a battle of attrition, right? And we're start, yeah, the message. You know, and, and, and it's a battle of attrition. And once they, you start losing pieces, because when you pay your quarterback that money, you can't buy depth. You got to develop players, and Joseph isn't playing well as a no. backup out there. And without Vanderich being healthy, now yes. they may have to put Parsons in the middle. So now you lose even more from the pass rush standpoint because now somebody has to play linebacker. All in right, the middle. you guys have succeeded in getting me a little bit worried about my pick, so I'm still <laughs> not changing it. We'll have more on the Cowboys later in the show. But coming up, can Aaron Rodgers and the Packers actually run the table? and make the playoffs. And if they do, what would that mean for Aaron Rodgers' future in Green Bay? Plus, tonight, is it too little too late for Zach Wilson? Is this his last chance in New York? Our former Jets are fired up about this and tonight's game, and we'll talk about it when we come back. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot. 
taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Stars in our stockings. Uh, MVPs fill the tree. I think it's that time. and kings, reindeer in flight, the NBA on Christmas Day. <laughs> yes, it's the annual NBA on Christmas Day tradition. It continues with five star-studded games on ESPN and ABC. Sixers, Knicks start the day at noon Eastern, then it's Lakers, Mavs, Bucks, Celtics, Grizzlies, Warriors, and Suns, Nuggets will cap the night. Tonight, week 16 gets started with a Thursday night matchup between the New York Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Critical showdown with playoff implications in rainy New Jersey tonight. Last year's number one pick, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags faced the number two pick in that same draft, Zach Wilson and the Jets. Wilson's future in New York could be on the line tonight. I know what is on the line is the Jets' playoff chances. They've lost three straight games, and another one tonight would drop their postseason chances to 5%. Meanwhile, the Jaguars enter today just one game back in the AFC South behind the Titans, who just lost their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, maybe for the rest of the season. So things are looking up there. Less so uh, for the Jets, who have to start Zach Wilson again because Mike White is still hurt. So Zach was the second pick in the draft a little more than a year and a half ago. So is this like is this a big opportunity for him, right? Like he gets a chance that he wasn't supposed to get. White got hurt. You think this is his last chance to save his long-term future in New York? I don't know if the organization's ready to give up everything yet, but, man, l listen, you lose this game. I, I kissed the baby goodbye to me as far as playoff opportunity for, for the Jets. I mean, listen, if you're Zach Wilson, man, the one thing you watch him play is, like last week, you saw, like, the, the splash plays yeah. outside the pocket. But he doesn't make the routine plays look easy at all. Like, if, if you were a team playing against the Jets and Zach Wilson, it's basically just keep him in the pocket. L literally, just keep him in the pocket and watch what happens because he struggles so much from within the pocket trying to diagnose plays. And I think that's really where, where it is. His problems can't be fixed during the season. It has to be during the offseason. Right now, he's struggling. Well, he hit the, the nail on the head. Like, it's, it's difficult to, to build an offense around – off-schedule plays, right. right? Those are all backyard plays, right? He can't read coverages right now, and he can't get the ball out in a timely fashion. That's what Mike White brought to the offense. It was a rhythm. It was the ball coming out. You know, the, 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 the drops measure up with the routes, right? And he's not getting back, and he's not reading the coverage. He doesn't know where to go with the football. He scrambles. You know, everybody else is good making, you know, the backyard plays. But you can't build plays like that. That's why doing the two-minute or, you know, some of the bombs there are all him getting outside of the pocket. It's tough for the Jets. And then what happens is teams are saying, you know what, I'll put eight in the box, beat us, uh, Zach Wilson. And he hasn't been able to do that. 
And that's why, you know, the run game is starting to suffer now. And it's just more stress on that defense. you got to lean on the weather elements and hope that, hey, you can find a way to win one in an ugly game. Last time that you know, Zach Law, I mean, Lawrence played uh, in a bad weather game, he had four turnovers against Philadelphia. So hopefully mm. that can be the case. That's, that's interesting because, like, I'm sitting here thinking this is a big opportunity for Wilson to show him. But you're saying right now – He's not equipped to do it. Yeah, I mean, I saw all the things, the, the, the bad mechanics, everything he's supposed to find in flight school. You know, when, he's, when, he's, when the pressure's on and, you know, people are coming, you revert to who you are. And right now, he just doesn't have the muscle memory, all the arm angles. You know, he had Elijah Moore going across the middle, you know, on a routine time that he played. He just can't make accurate throws right now. And he, he does something that all young quarterbacks that, that suffer from, like, confidence, he always wants to show off his fastball. But this game is about sometimes taking some off-speed pitches and throwing a friendly, catchable ball. He's throwing, like, heaters, and guys are only seven yards in front of him, and it's just ricocheting off their hands and tip balls change games. What do they do? <laughs> Man, don't ask me. I don't know what they do. They drafted him number two overall. Like, this, this is basically an instance of you, you made the bed. You got to sleep in it. So they, they drafted him in the first round. Yeah. Now, this is a tricky situation because of the fact you have Mike White as a free agent, right? Yes. So you don't know what he's going to demand, what he's going to get in the open market, yeah. if you can sign him back. Um, we know that the, the going cost of a, a starting quarterback is very high at this moment. So you have a young player that you drafted in the first round. you got to try and develop him yeah. and give him another offseason and hope that he can win back the locker room. Because the f- football at the end of the day, it's about earning the res- respect yeah. of your peers through performance. It's not, you know, in the locker room. It's not rah-rah giving a speech. It's when you're on the field, can you go out there and perform at a high level? So, at this moment right now, I think the Jets are in a tough spot because yeah. you can't yeah. move on from him. He's so young. We're not and giving up on him, though. You don't. You can't. We're saying this year, we don't see how he's going to improve enough so you hope that he can steal your game and then Mike White is healthy enough to try and finish this push for the playoffs. So, I mean, how demoralizing is it for you to be in this position, lose four in a row, like yeah. get Jets fans all hyped up, 7-2, and two, feeling good about yourself, only to fall short yet again? So they're hoping he can steal one tonight. So I want to put our picks up there and see what we think about, you know, can they steal one tonight? Can Damian Woody's the only one on the Jets. How about that? What happened? Listen, I've been riding with them, you know, saying all they got to do is win one, and they've been close, right? But close only counts in horseshoes. So I'm hoping that me going opposite, you know, oh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the psychology. Black, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, be the, I'll be the black sheep, you know what I mean? I'll take the L, you know what I mean? My key card won't work. George I'll go over Costanza there, Solomon won't let me eat in the lunch. Use, I don't, you got a key card? Yeah. You got a key and card? I, they, I they take that. They take you right say, off. Maybe you should check again after the show. Yeah, I don't know if you got the work. key card anymore. <laughs> I don't do Jaguars. it. I don't know. Hey, meanwhile, on planet Earth, speaking of Zach Wilson, he got uh, scooters for his offensive linemen for Christmas. Scooters. How about that? Mm. Bart, Nothing Bart better than a bunch of offensive linemen on scooters, if you mm. ask me. That's, that's, great. That's, that's, great. that's great PR. It is. What's, what uh, what's the contract status on two-wheel vehicles? Hmm? Oh, oh, if you get hurt on them, yeah. Oh, you get hurt on a scooter? What happens? Hey, what's the best gift you ever got from a quarterback as an offensive lineman? Oh, man, that's tough. Like, I know, like, uh, Drew Bledsoe got us, like, these shotguns with, like, these engraved, gold engraved, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, it was pretty sweet. And then Brady got some violent stuff right (laughs) there. Yeah, man. Listen, I hunt, man, so it's it's all good. That's all good. Brady got you what? Uh... 
two uh, two uh, trips, first class tickets. Anywhere Brady goes the, crazy uh, around the world, anywhere. anywhere. Anywhere? Didn't he get Didn't yeah. he get the offensive line cars for a year or something like that? You got a car? That must have been when when he was. That before he got that contract. Like that was like he was on a rookie deal. So I know Brady goes all out. You know, big time watches. I think he had a year lease. Man, or like a seven series. Yeah. He, must, yeah. he must not have gotten his current guys linebackers uh, much for last Christmas. The way oh, you got playing. me a watch. Well, oh, yeah, you was still kind of scra- scraping by a little bit when I was there. We got to go. We're going to keep talking about this. We got to go to break. Though. We come back. We're going to talk more about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Are they actually back? Can Rodgers save this season? And what happens once this season is over? Plus, Miami misery. What has happened to mm. Tua and the Dolphins in December? Can he stop the bleeding against those Packers? We'll talk about that next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back to Get Up. We are playing Believe It or Not. Rob Ninkovich, if I said to you, Patrick Mahomes will break the single-season passing yardage record, would you believe it? 
Believe it. Right. Believe it. How could you not believe it? It, it? I mean, this Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is special. Um, even without Tyree Kill. Yeah. I know we talked about this. Now, if you took away Kelsey, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I, I do believe that, that you can't say this guy can't do anything. This guy can do everything. He's to average 327 a game over his last three games to catch Peyton Manning's record set in 2013. Of course, he does have an extra game. Damian Woody, Mike Tomlin will finish above 500 after all. Believe it or not. Uh, I hate going against Mike T, but I'm going to go not here. I mean, I'm looking at the last three. You got Vegas at Baltimore, Cleveland, quarterback situation, dicey with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it's going to be a tough proposition for them to win all three to get above 500. Just one more loss, and it would seal Tomlin's first Mm -hmm. ever losing season as a head coach. Uh, Quite a streak. Uh, Bart Scott, the Packers will make the playoffs, believe it or not. Negatory. They're, they're going to lose right now. I mean, I think um, I think they lose this week. They're facing a team that's on the ropes in the Dolphins in South Beach. The team come from cold weather out there. We know it's probably about 81 degrees out there. Them cheese heads going to turn into some some uh, nacho cheese out there. You know what I mean? You got to melt nacho cheese. It's a little hot out there. You know what I mean? Look, yeah, you, oh, you're going to melt it? Yeah, you got to melt it. Like cheese whiz. You know cheese what I'm saying? Whiz. That's what we're looking at. Some melted uh, cheese. Uh, Packers do need to win all three of their remaining games if they're going to even have a chance to make the playoffs. Yesterday, their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, spoke about the team's small chances of making the postseason. Here's what he had to say. What is is the most important thing, and what is is that we're still playing a meaningful football game on Christmas and, and got a chance uh, to have a lot of things in front of us. Now, obviously, we'll be watching Saturday, and there's some things need to go our way, but uh, we've got to go down and get a win. And then I said a few weeks ago, we just get one, and we get another one, and things look a little bit different I'm going into this game and get this one. Things look a little bit different going into the next one. So they do have to win all three games, but they also need two of the following three things to happen in addition to that. One loss by the Seahawks in their final three games, or two losses by the Commanders in their final three games, or three losses by the Giants in their final three games. They need two of those three things to happen, and they need to win all of their games. So, you know, they've got a chance. If they win out, our ESPN analytics give Green Bay a 69% chance to make the playoffs. If, 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 if they win uh, all three games. So knowing all that, Rob Ninkovich, are you giving the Packers any chance to run the table and make the playoffs? No, because if I do that, then I'd have to go back on what I said two months ago. <laughs> so you're a double downer. Yeah. Okay. That's not, <laughs> two no. months ago, I said the season was over. So at this point right now, I just don't see all those things happening. Number one, the, number one, I'm going down to Miami, especially with Miami putting up the points and the yardage that they did last week. I think they're going to go home and just look insane offensively. I think they're going to throw the ball over the football field. So. I don't see that happening. And then the rest of it, it's a fairy tale, man. I don't see it happening. Nope. It, it is their first home game in about a month, right? They had the two yeah. games in California yeah. Yeah. and then in Buffalo. And Nico's worried about being consistent from what he said earlier this year. But it's possible the Packers have shown us something over the last couple of weeks that have changed our mind. You, you look like maybe not. Are they what, black what, cheese what, or cheese fondue? The Bears, they, the Rams, they, the Bears. Right, where have they showed us that, to lead me <laughs> to believe that the Packers are going to win all three and no No, it's just not going to happen again. Miami, I think, my, listen, the, the, the Miami-Buffalo game, I actually was more important with yeah, Miami. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me So I think Miami coming home will take care of business against the Green Bay Packers. That offense is too explosive, too powerful. 
No, I don't see the Packers do. I don't see the Packers getting it. I mean, the game plan for beating Miami would be to pound the ball and keep that explosive offense on the sideline. Right. But AJ Dillon potentially having a concussion and not being available that puts a lot on on Aaron Aaron Jones to be able to run the football and, and carry thirty some carries. I don't know if he can you know keep up with that, especially in that heat trying to ask a running back to go out there and have thirty um. You know, 30 carries. Like I said before, I don't know if they're block cheese or cheese fondue, but we're going to find out in that heat. Let's assume fondue. Let's say they lose the game and they're eliminated <laughs> from the playoffs. They got two games left. Who should start at quarterback for them in their last two games? Love. And that's, really? the, that's the crazy part because he's been delaying the, the Packers because they've been winning and everything else has happened. First of all, the NFC South shouldn't get anybody in the playoffs. I think they should. This should be the first rule. They should have. The yeah, they should have an owners meeting right now. Some other team deserve. There's no way you can be three games below 500 and get in the playoffs. So, but 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 with that being said, we don't know what love is, and this is what it's all about. If the season is over with, but because the season still have been alive, you know now you've been seeing Aaron Rodgers still playing. They can't really make a great case. Because if it's all about winning for your teammates and being able to have an opportunity to win, then you have to play the best quarterback, which is Aaron Rodgers. Don't they got to see – let this young man play at some point? I mean, listen, if, if once, they're, once they're eliminated, which I think they'll be after Miami, put love in there. I mean, you again, for everyone out there, the Packers organization traded up to draft yeah. him in the first round. Like, you need to see what this guy can do. Good and Philly. once they're eliminated from, po- from postseason, the, uh, the postseason, put him out there. I don't, I, no. I don't agree. I don't agree. I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is, is the type of guy that's going to sit there and be like, you know, I'm going to just sit back and woosop here, let love go out there, take my position for, two more, for the last two weeks of the season. I just don't see that. It's like, that's like saying, Bart, you know, we're going to let this kid take your job for the last two weeks. Yeah, but he said he, he said he would consider it, you know, under consideration, right? Uh, about a he month ago. He said he'd be open to those open conversations. To, that's not accurate. Well, Aaron, if you're that coming back. Aaron, Aaron, that's that's not, not true. Aaron, if no, you're, I don't Aaron, believe it. Aaron, no. Aaron, if you're coming back next year, you're giving us a He's guarantee. A, he got 60 that, million bucks. Right, so let us see what the kid can do. He can't take your job. He's not going to – it's no open quarterback competition. But let's let the kid get some experience. Look, that could cut both ways, right? Like he could – two-game showcase could hurt his trade Against value the as, much as, it, as much as it could help it. So that will be interesting to see uh, if, if, the, if the Packers do lose the game and they are – eliminated. Uh, people are giving the Packers a chance in this game because the Dolphins are coming in on a three-game losing mm. streak. Called it. However, all three losses were on the road against teams with winning records. These are good teams uh, that they lost to. Two games in California and one up in Buffalo where I can attest it was quite cold. This is the first time they'll be playing in Miami in a month. Here's what wide receiver Tyreek Hill uh, had to say about how they get back to winning. We just got to be better, you know, for our guy, you know, because, like you said, two he stepped up, he played, he played very, he played very good, you know, um, and we just got to make plays for him. We made plays down the stretch, but we just got to make those key plays, what can really change the game around, you know, turn three points into seven points. <laughs> I want to take a look. Let, let's put up the, the Dolphins' schedule. Like, this is, I feel like it was just a couple weeks ago they were in line to be the number one seed, right? And now they have, they have three games left. They're still in. They got the seven seed right now. But, uh, you know, these aren't all slam dunks. Like, are we, is anybody here worried that the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs? Anybody think the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs? 
I think maybe Bart Scott thinks yeah, that. I said it four weeks ago. I told oh. you guys that we we're going to find out a lot about this team when they had to be in adverse situations. They had a lot of home cooking during that winning streak. They had to go out west. It was always difficult. They had to do it two, two weeks in a row. We talked about dehydration, being on the road, the travel, all that type of stuff. Then going up to Buffalo, we knew it was going to be tough. They Listen, Tua passed my test, right? He proved a lot to me, his toughness, his ability to throw the ball last week. Who failed the test is that defense. Bradley Chubb, we brought you in here to have a Von Miller effect. You're supposed to be the guy that put him over the top. This defense has really failed them. So you want to talk about a failing defense, it's been the Miami defense because that offense in bad conditions put up more than enough points to be able to beat the Buffalo Bills. You know, they got to be able to try this. And, and they were tough. They ran the ball very yeah. well. So they got to start doing that to protect Tua because we know that, you know, he's just one big hit because he's a slight guy. You know, you can't put him in harm's way. Protect him by running the football. Raheem Mostert had 100 rushing yards in the first quarter. Yes. Right. So, I mean, they did something uh, in the run game. What do you think, Nico? No, I, I like Miami. I think that the, their chances, obviously, at home, they're going to beat the Packers. What about your, pat, your Pats, man? They're going to be pissed off after I've, losing like that. What is a meeting like after, the, after you lose? like that and Bill goes in on film study. I don't know. I've never lost like that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, no one ever no, has. No, I haven't lost like that, so I don't know. But I, I, I think that that Miami at Patriot game Cold. It's, it's, yeah, but don't matter. Yeah, I think but Miami they played, played well in really the cold well. Ball. Right, but, but that defense, can they stop the run well, with Stevenson we're, coming we're, downhill, taking the ball? We're jumping ahead. Oh, I, want to, I want to talk about the Dolphins, and this week, like, you think they'll, they'll I think they're the going to win. So I, I feel like the Dolphins will make the playoffs, especially by default, considering at the end of the season here, we've got a bunch of teams that are trying to lose their spots in the playoffs. And 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 I think Miami, are they're going to keep you. You see the Jets falling off this thing when we thought the Jets were going to be there. What if Mike White come back? Huh? What if Mike White come back? They Mike beat it. Yeah, they but if they late. lose, it's too late. But they're going to play tough no matter what because they remember what Tyreek did. Who'd you said. pick tonight? No, I, listen, I'm talking about the last game in the season. We're all, we're all, I guess his point is like you're saying that they could be playing guy, t- teams that are trying to fall out yes. of the West, but they could be playing teams that are playing for their lives, if, too. If they, win, and if, the Jets. if they win this weekend, I feel like they're going to be in. What do you think? I think they squeak in. I do. I think they handle business. Is that a pun because uh, Dolphins is squeak? No, they sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Flipper, flipper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they squeak, though. I don't think they squeak. Are they bice? Yeah, I don't think they Honestly, I think it's going to come down to that, 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 that Jets, Jets game. game. Yes. That's going to come down to the Jets game. Listen, you already – don't you don't you talk about the Jets game when you just pick the Jacksonville Jaguars? Listen, that, listen if, if the Jets lose saying. to the Jaguars, okay. I'm the ultimate, I mean we are we we basically sticking a fork in them. So I'm Buck Nasty, the ultimate hater. <laughs> if you can't go to the playoffs, remember what Tyreek Hill shunned the Jets. Who the Jets? Right, he used them for bait and got a contract. You don't think they're gonna say if I can't go, you, you can't are, go either? You guys are giving away our our Week 18 show. Right, like we'd be talking about this in two weeks. Let's think about the Dolphins right now. What they got in front of them? They got to win a game. Yeah, yeah. It's been a month since they won a game, so we'll see how they do. Yeah. I want to talk now about my favorite athlete. Yesterday, uh, Pro Bowl rosters were announced last night, and the Commanders Jeremy Reeves got the news from his coach Ron Rivera that he had made the Pro Bowl. Uh, just, just listen to this. Congratulations, you're the Pro Bowl special teams guy. You're the starter. You heard it, young man. Everything you've done, and I know your mom would be proud. 
Why does this matter so much? Jeremy Reeves, undrafted out of South Alabama in 2018, been through a long and winding journey since. He has been cut or waived five different times. He's been elevated to the active roster eight separate times, only to be demoted back to the practice squad each time. This season was the first time he made an opening day roster, and he's managed to stay there all season, and you see uh, that it turned out a Pro Bowl appearance. I mean... It's even more special for a special teamer, right? Somebody that's been on that slippery slope. You know, the life of a practice squad player, you know, being up, being down, being cut, living in, like, residence ends and extended stays, you know, not really getting the same type of salary as other players. It's more special to a special team player, especially the fact that he's been rewarded for what he does because this is almost impossible to be able to be a selection as a special teamer yeah. because you got guys like Slater that's like you just pencil in for the next 17 years. He basically had to play at a Pro Bowl level to keep his job. Yes. Which is really something. And practice so, hard. You get beat. like They treat you like a practice cone. Pretty special. And you see, yeah. obviously, in that video what it means uh, to him. Bowl season rolls on tonight. We have the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Baylor taking on Air Force. Our coverage begins at 730 Eastern on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and the app. Coming up on Get Up, a question I never thought we'd ask on this program. Is Tom Brady actually hurting the Buccaneers. How does he actually look at the way this season has gone? We're going to talk about Brady when we come back. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, we are three days away from Christmas, and we have Woody Claus here to hand out some <laughs> gifts around the NFL. D. Wood, Woody Claus, I barely recognized you. Yeah. Who are you handing out gifts to this year? <laughs> yeah, so first of all, let's. how about Lamar Jackson? How about some good help for Lamar Jackson? We know he's been ailing with the knee injury. I can't gift him wide receivers because we're still in season, so that's for another day. But listen, getting Lamar, getting Lamar Jackson healthy will go a long way for the Baltimore Ravens to have a, a final push heading into the playoffs. All right, that's a good idea. Get Lamar some health. Who else you got on your list? On the how, about the, how about we go to the D, the Detroit Lions, giving those boys a mouth guard because they've been biting kneecaps. <laughs> They're on this great winning streak uh, with Dan Campbell and company. So how about some? How about a mouth guard to protect? 
protect those those pearly whites that they got as far as the teeth are concerned. The Detroit, Detroit Lions are out there handling business. Got a big road win against the New York Jets. I think they're going to come out here and win the next three and get into the postseason. So we're going to protect those teeth of the Detroit Lions. All right, and it looks like you got one more gift there on the sleigh. Who's that for? Yeah, this one is a big one. I, you know, I, I try to try to go out there and, and present big gifts. How about? Rob Gronkowski for Tom Brady. Ooh, they need, listen, right. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need something, anything, right? For offensively, how yep. about we gift him his old buddy going back between New England and, and Tampa, Rob Gronkowski, a guy that can help not only in the middle of the field, but particularly in the red zone. Give him that big target, a guy that Tom Brady trusts through and through. We need that man to get back there. We talk about Rob Gronkowski being bored. Come on back and help your boy Tom Brady out for this last stretch heading into the postseason. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because mm. yesterday Rob Gronkowski tweeted a very simple short tweet that we want to show you. It just says, I'm bored. And it has that uh, that that emoji. That's a, what, What's that emoji? That's like an expressionless, right, take this as you will kind of situation. So what do we think? Ninko, what are your thoughts on Gronk and his Twitter account? Well, I don't know if uh, maybe he wants to play more pickleball or something. Maybe. I, I know that he's been doing the, the pickleball. I don't see Rob coming back at this point in the season. Um, I, definitely not to Tampa. <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm not going to Tampa. So if Rob was to come back, uh, he'd have to go to Burrow. No, it's Cincy. Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, he's from Buffalo. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. I don't want to say that. Everyone would go nuts. Put it out me. there. Boy, Bill's Mafia, baby. Robbie going to Buffalo. But right, Tampa's six and eight. Like, like what are you Yeah, you're not going to, back right? to like, Tampa. That's, that's the whole it, thing. It just doesn't make sense. So, like, but, 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 I mean, to that point, all right, like, let's talk about Tampa a little bit. Let's talk about Tom Brady and the situation he, he finds himself in, right? Like, we, we talk about what do you think he's going to do? What do you think he should do? But, you, you know, you, you know him a little bit. Like, what do you think – he thinks about the way the season's going right now. Well, I think that it, you can't put it all on Tom at this point right, right now. There's, there's been a lot of factors, the offensive line, the health of the team, the receiving core, um, the head coach, the defense underperforming. So it's not all on Tom. Um, but I just feel like the inner competitor in Tom isn't going to be able to just walk away, which at his age, he's going to be 46. He's got, I don't know, 300-plus million waiting for him to be in the booth um I I think that he'll probably try and play next year I would like for him to kind of walk away right off into the sunset but after a season like this I really think it would be hard for him to retire on top kind of like a guy you know Rob Ninkovich, Peyton Manning, they won Super Bowls yeah. and just retired. Those guys you always throw mm. in the same sentence yeah. together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can Why say, not? If you're Tom, you're a great player. You know, we, have a, we all have a bit of narcissism, not, not putting myself in the same category like Rob just did. But you're talking about, um, you know, you can explain it away, right? Because he knows he's going to get Jansen back. They can improve this offensive line. Or he's a free agent. He can have the ability to go somewhere else, like going back home. You talk about Rob going back home. He can go back home and maybe Kyle Shanahan and say, hey, we can protect you. We can run the ball behind you. Because when you look at his play, he's still spinning the ball at, a, at an elite level. He's still going to probably throw for 4,500 yards. He's 20-7 and seven right now. He's still not in double-digit interceptions. So, by all measures, that's a solid season for most quarterbacks in this league. It's just underperformance from the GOAT himself. Did you, did you put the belt from the Santa suit around your suit LeBron, jacket? baby. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now, we're not going to – Oh, ho, ho. I don't think children watch it. Oh, yeah, my bad, Disney. I don't, yeah. I don't know if Santa does that. But <laughs> you, oh, he does that. Oh, he does. Think, what do you think about Brady? Okay. Would he close? 
Uh, what I think about Brady, man, it's a rough one. It's a rough one. This year has been rough. What, been do think, so, what do you think he does? What do I think he does? Yeah. I, feel, I think he comes back. I don't know if it's going to be with Tampa, but I yeah. think he comes. I just think that he's too competitive to say, you know what? I'm going to retire on the year I had this year as far as not only my individual yeah. you know, stats, but just collectively as a team. I don't think he walks away with that on his resume. Yeah, there's no way he saw I'll this coming, I don't think he stays with Tampa, though. That's my point. You think he does? I he think doesn't. he doesn't stay with Tampa. Right. No, he's not staying with Tampa. If he, if he goes somewhere, it'd have to be somewhere where they have a great offensive line to protect him. They have great receivers. San Fran. They have a great running back. San Fran. They got a great defense. San Fran. San Fran. There it is. So you're saying San Francisco. You That's can your prediction go, for Tom Brady? You can always go back home. What do you think? Well, is it, Makes it, a lot of sense to me. Did he put it on his Christmas list? I did think he ask you for that Santa? No, he hasn't hit me up yet about if, that. If Gronk won't come back, maybe you'll gift Brady Kyle Shanahan instead. How about that? Uh-huh. Anyway, let's run the floor. We're going to talk a little basketball right now in Brooklyn. Mm, the Nets in. scored 91 first-half points last night on their way to a 143-114 blowout over what used to be the Warriors. It's the Nets' seventh straight win. Kyrie Irving sat out with calf tightness. Kevin Durant led the way with 23 <laughs> 23. Who scored all the points at 91 <laughs> the first? Across the river here in Manhattan, Pascal Siakam was unstoppable for mm-hmm. Toronto. He had 52 points as the Raptors ended the Knicks' eight-game winning streak, 113 to 106. Siakam very symmetrical. He had 26 points in each half. We like that for balance. And in Sacramento, LeBron James had a game-high 31 points, but it was not enough as the Lakers lost to the Kings, 134 to 120. L.A. was playing without the injured Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Speaking of the NBA, the annual NBA on Christmas Day tradition continues with five star-studded games on ESPN and ABC. Sixers-Knicks starts the day at noon Eastern. Then it's Lakers-Mavs, Bucks-Celtics, Grizzlies-Warriors, and Suns-Nuggets to cap the night. Coming up, does Dak Prescott have a pick problem? Wait till you hear what he had to say about all those interceptions he's been throwing. Can he bounce back against the Eagles this weekend? We will talk about it when we come back. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.